Genre. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live-action Ninja Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one non-consensual fire extinguisher discharging minute at a time. Yeah. Put that That, in your pipe and smoke it. I won't. (laughs) Please no. Uh, I'm Scott. That's Chris, Adam, and Rachel. Hi, Chris, Adam, and Rachel. Hello. Uh, I guess. <laughs> uh, and then joining us for the final time this week for Minute 73, all the way from a free podcast. You might know him from the uh, Titanic Minute. Uh, it is Duff. Hello, Duff. Hello, hello. Thanks for having me back. We are happy to. Did you just hello, hello us? Is that a Stern thing? Are you a Stern fan? Or you just say uh, hello, no. hello? Oh, okay. I, just, I just said hello, hello. All right. I thought you were maybe giving some secret you know, radio code or something. Anyway, that's going to be awkward for everyone who doesn't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, welcome back. It's nice to have you. We've had a couple of fun minutes here, 71 and 72, but it's 73. This it's minute our last... is not fun. It makes me feel weird. It makes yeah. everyone feel weird, and that's why I the decided most problematic to... minute. I decided to make the intro make everyone feel weird, too. It's because I, like a good host, am trying to make everyone feel what we feel. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day Mm. um (laughs) but i was gonna say before we get to the weird stuff i wanted to talk to duff a little bit about uh uh his his ninja turtling we talked a little bit about where you come from in the podcast realm but just how the heck did you become a ninja turtle fan uh i am of the age that i was right in the sweet spot for ninja turtles so i was into the cartoon had a lot of the toys I remember seeing uh, this, uh, the first movie and this in the theater. I remember during the first movie when I saw that with my friend, he was very, very uh, emotionally wrought during the splinter kind of say out oh, scene. Yeah, yeah. And understandable. I, and I remember he started he started crying and he was embarrassed. He thought I was going to make fun of him, but I did not. It was... I, Obviously, you've talked about, but but it's a that, dour movie. That would have made you a monster. <laughs> well, all kids are monsters. You know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so after that, um, oh, and I loved the second the uh, second arcade game on NES. Yes. Played, oh yeah. Played a lot of that. Good times. So it it hasn't really stuck with me. I don't keep up on ninja turtles i know they're teaming up with batman now or fighting batman there, there was a batman movie that came out yeah you can get that on uh streaming i think not, uh, maybe not streaming services but uh itunes if nothing else you can find it it's dvd it's blu-ray you can it, buy it, it microsoft the, amazon etc yeah the crux of it is that the turtles end up in gotham or the other way around it's essentially it it makes the turtles and batman inhabit the same universe like gotham is not far from new york city apparently um and they they end up in gotham shredders in gotham and uh they first have to fight batman and then they team up and it gets weird that's the way team up movies go yes but there's a lot of really great interaction between michelangelo and and batman especially in the batmobile it's worth watching it's worth checking out i I might seek that out 
I you should, and I think I've said before we we keep saying we're gonna record some sort of podcast about that. I time gets away from us. We might do it, we might not. I'd love to do it, but as I've said before, it's great if you're a Turtles fan. It's maybe not so great if you're a Batman fan, depending on which side of the 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 team up you're coming at. It it does different things for different people. But anyway. Uh, so you you don't regularly keep up with the turtles. You're not reading the comics or anything. Have you caught any of the recent TV shows? No, I'm sorry to say that the most recent thing was I think the first Michael Bay movie was on Netflix, and I watched it. Okay, and how and, did that make you feel? I'm gonna be um, your psychologist now. And what does that make you feel? I had set my expectations so low that it kinda was okay, but <laughs> yeah. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. I I felt bad for Will Arnett. <laughs> Don't. It he probably seemed... made a lot of money. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope he got a good payday out of that. Um, so we're very happy that you came to uh, hang out with us for Secret of the Ooze Minute. When's the last time you saw this film? Uh, I mean, before, like prior before, to doing research today, for the podcast. Yeah. Um, Whenever it was, it was on a VHS and taped off television. So that's oh, how long ago. Oh, those are the best. Did it have commercials? Were there commercials? It may have. Nice. So it's that's... been a, I want to say, 25, 25 plus years. Wow. So you and, you and Chris are right in the same neighborhood then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is Chris's first viewing of this movie is as we watch the minutes on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I, so. I haven't I haven't seen to the end of this film uh, since probably like ninety four, ninety three. Yeah. So, well, again, we are super happy that you're hanging out with us. Let's talk about minute seventy three, shall we? Minute seventy three starts with Splinter uh, and Kino continuing their conversation and ends with Donatello jamming a hose down Toka's throat while Mikey holds his head. Uh and it's just it's it's not a good shot it's look in an effort to make the turtles seem less violent i feel like the filmmakers have somehow made it worse <laughs> yep i've seen dogs being force fed a pill less violently than this <laughs> it's like the writers painted themselves into a corner and then just decided to roll around in it yeah. <laughs> somehow more shocking than if Leonardo just gored someone with a sword. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Which, I just, mean, if they just cut his head off and they're like, well, that's it. <laughs> da, 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 da. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> and then it just cuts to the first row of this crowd just covered in blood, horrified. <laughs> vanilla Ice, you just, hear a, you just hear a record scrape and Vanilla Ice's white shirt is now just red. <laughs> and the other three are just like, whoa, dude, whoa, that's funny. <laughs> that's messed up, man. That's what those do? I thought they weren't sharp. The guitar player is just standing there for a second and then just suddenly vomits. <laughs> <laughs> and that that one dude is still like trying to convince his girlfriend that this is a good time. <laughs> I just love these costumes. <laughs> oh, man. oh man, we're going to talk about him again in this minute too. So, yeah, it's it ends weird, but let's go back to the beginning of this minute, shall we? So, uh, Kino decides that his best course of action is to ignore Splinter. Uh, Chris, I need your help here because okay. I need your Japanese history and martial arts history expertise. 
Splinter no. says, like a true ninja, basically says, you shouldn't be rushing into a fight like a true ninja. And I feel like what he's really trying to say is maybe like a samurai or a Americanized version of a self-defense martial artist. Yeah, yeah, like that. Because, yeah, it, like the historical context for ninja. I mean, obvi- obviously a ninja, if, if uh, the best ninja didn't fight, they didn't have to because they were sneaky and they did their job and they found out what they needed to find out. You know, they're, they're spies. They, they were able to do their work without fighting. Um, so I guess there's that. Okay, but so that none kind of, these of plays into it a little ex- bit. Ex- kind of, except none, you know, nobody's going to Kino for his ability to, like, infiltrate an enemy palace and, like, steal the plans for how they're going to, you know, I take mean, out the shogunate. But, devil's advocate, that's kind of his entire purpose in the middle of this movie, isn't it? Mm, okay, yeah, fair point. So, I don't know what we just proved there. Are there any uh, <laughs> are there any uh, fighting styles or it? or uh, you know martial arts where it's kind of the exact opposite where it's just look you should fight all the time first chance you get <laughs> I think Cobra, it's called Cobra Kai. Sith Cobra uh, Kai. <laughs> strike hard strike first no mercy, no mercy. I mean that's yes yeah. say. You know, the, the the combat sport gyms will, you know, encourage you to train hard and compete and fight there. But if they want to stay open and continue to exist in a civilized, you know, society, uh, they do not tell people to just fight, fight, fight. It does. You can't. So just, it won't work. Oh, that makes sense. Unless you're like living in Darth Vader land where, you know, you can right. just kill people for, you know, screwing something up. It's like, oh, this coffee is terrible. I'm going to kill my barista. And then promote the person who was standing next to him. Yes. <laughs> you, you make the macchiatos now. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the whole lesson here that Splinter's giving, it, it's kind of a crock um, in that it, it doesn't historically apply. I, I get it. I get the, the way the tertial, turtles sort of preach martial arts is that it's a self-defense and you don't fight unless you have to. That's kind of the whole whole point in this movie. Uh I just it was we're nitpickers here, so I I nitpicked. We pick nits. Um, we pick so many nits. <laughs> I just like how those nits. I just Ew. like how um, Kino, in so many words, is just like you're not my boss. <laughs> you're not my dad. <laughs> you're and, not my sensei. And then Splinter is just kind of emasculated because he's like, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> you're right. I don't have any jurisdiction. Like you know, you are free and, to go at any time. Oh um, how, man. So I'm guessing Kino's not going to get his pizza job back because he's just kind of MIA. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, probably. Although, look, he did have that rad scooter, and I figure that's got to count for something, right? It was a nice scooter. It was a pretty nice scooter. Um, And he delivered to April O'Neil, so he's got to be, like, the most important delivery boy they have. Because she goes through a lot of pizza at her place. We don't know why, but she does. So, I don't know. Who knows? He seemed he seemed kind of friendly with his boss. Like, maybe he's a family friend. Maybe it's, like, one of those things where he can be, like, all, you know, Tony or whatever his name was. Uh, you know, I need a little time. And, you think it's like and his, he'll be understanding. Like his, his surrogate father figure? Maybe. Like, like I want to see. You know what I want to see? I want to see the, the IDW Kino 
comic book set a year before this movie. It just <laughs> documents Kino's life, like growing up in 1990 New York City, like getting, getting that his, awesome pizza job, getting his first job, like meeting girls. Does, what turned him into such a jerk? A question more for Adam: Does Kino only exist in this movie? I'm pretty sure. I don't think I've ever encountered Kino elsewhere. Mm. There are no characters, no, sorry, any of the new characters introduced in these films, I don't think they've ever showed up anywhere else. Danny and Charles never show up anywhere else. Mm. Kino never shows up anywhere else. Mitsu from Turtles 3, I don't think ever shows up anywhere else. I think like, Toka and Razar show up on the original cartoon okay, show. Okay, that's true. They did yeah. show up on the cartoon. I take it the back. The mutants show up. Right. Because yeah. so they the can make toys out of those. Canon? I mean, in, I, in the movie universe, yeah. That's the weird thing about Ninja Turtles is there's not like one. It's like they have their own multiverse, which they've actually played around with in a couple of like direct-to-TV, DVD kind of movies is there's there's like several different iterations of the turtle. They're all canon. Like the 87 cartoon is canon unto itself. And then like so is the 2003 and 2012 cartoon and there's the comic books. Like there's so many different versions that Yeah, it does sound like a multiverse. It really is. That's kind of the way they've been doing Turtleverse. The most comprehensive thing out there now is probably the IDW books cuz it borrows so much from uh, all of the turtle multiverses. Yeah, they're doing a good job of kind of pulling it all together. But IDW is has been doing that with Ghostbusters too. There's a Ghostbusters multiverse. Yeah, that's <laughs> fascinating. Is one of is one of the universes in the Ghostbuster multiverse that stupid, stupid ripoff ghost real Ghostbusters show? You mean the one that came out before actual Ghostbusters? You mean yeah. fil- Filmation's Ghostbusters? Yes. Yeah. yeah, that was the original. So. Uh, just to go down a very brief rabbit hole here. So it's there's the real Ghostbusters, which is the 80s cartoon show. That's the actual Ghostbusters. The movie actually exists within the cartoon universe as a movie that was made about them. Oh, that's right. What? Yeah. The way I like to, to describe it to people, it's like it's like there's, there's Sherlock and um, Watson's adventures and then the version that Watson writes about. So... Like, Wait a minute. Oh yeah, there was an episode. There was an episode where they go to the movies, right? Yeah, they they were they were like working on set as like consultants on that movie. <laughs> How did I miss this? This happened on the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yes. Well, wait. It wasn't. It was just called the Ghostbusters. Or wait, no. No, he's talking one. about the 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 late eighties. Yeah. Like after the Ghostbusters movie was made, they made the cartoon. That was real Ghostbusters. Right. That's okay, the real Ghostbusters. Real on it. Okay. Because the, the other titled, one just quote, went as the Ghostbusters. real Ghostbusters. Because, right. Right. And honestly, I kind of admire Filmation because they had this awful product where Ugh. there was it was like an ape was involved as a Ghostbuster. Yeah. They, they had they had a gorilla. Yeah. So Ugh. they had an absolute awful product, and I'm sure that probably Columbia Pictures or whoever came. It's like, look, just sell us the name. We're like, nah, we're holding on to that. Yeah, well, they, what, had the, they had the name from an old kung fu movie or something, didn't yeah. they? No, it was I, it was an old serial from like the sixties. It was mm. like a black and white film, and and Columbia's like, oh, we're gonna make a cartoon, and Filmation was like, uh, no, you're not, because we're gonna make a cartoon, and they're like, <laughs> I I okay. really respect spiteful trolling at such a high <laughs> level, and yeah. that that's a good one. 
We're going to spend millions and millions of dollars so, on this well, effort to our, undercut Our cartoon you. has an ape with a hat. <laughs> My mind is still blown about this fact that the cartoon version is the real version and the Bill Murray movie exists in the cartoon as a movie. Yes. I just... <laughs> it's nuts. I it's pretty that, good. That's, that's some being John Malkovich level. I have there. to go back and rewatch that entire cartoon now. Oh man! I'll I, take I, it. A, I'll take it a step further. So the voice of um, Peter Venkman was done by this man, uh, Lorenzo. Oh, is this Music. the Garfield thing? Yeah. So yeah, Lorenzo okay. Music. Uh, yeah. Th- this is a, uh, never mind. This is a joke from from Rick and Morty. Watch Rick and Morty. But also, it, I, I mean, think it we ties mentioned in. it before. Yeah. yeah it's, it's. I know exactly what you're talking about, but it it's it's pretty and funny. And then Bill Murray ends up as the yeah. 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 It's it's some wacky stuff, but yeah. So like the actual Ghostbusters are the cartoon, and the movies <laughs> about them. Wow, I I don't know that I can finish doing this minute anymore. Now I'm where, sorry. Where, 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 in this minute, know. we just got back to the club. <laughs> okay, and they, so and, they, and they're about to execute their horrible plan. Yeah, they get back to the club. Kino runs out in a huff. Splinter goes, "Ugh," and you think he's gonna say "kids," but he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, teenagers. Right. Um, also, Splinter Oof. has a lot of candles lit in a sewer, and with all the methane gas around, I'm really concerned about that. But that's a different uh, yeah, concern not altogether. Um, <laughs> not safe, no. So we get back to the club, and Vanilla Ice is still performing, going on 35 minutes now. Um, this is the free bird of rap songs, right? <laughs> and everyone's still super into it. People had really long attention spans back in the early 90s. Like, you get 30 seconds of a song now, and they have to switch to the next one. Oh, Scott, I see your guy in the Cosby sweater trying to hold everybody back in the circle. And, like, no one's trying to get past him. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Donnie and Leo rush in with their, their fire extinguishers, and we, we are given the wide shot of Toka and Rezar trying to grab them in, in the giant white people circle. Ugh. And there's this guy in a Cosby sweater, as Adam said. Uh, Flipping out. Who's mom-arming everyone there just pushing him back like whoa 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 don't go in there but yeah nobody's really trying to yeah, <laughs> yeah everyone's that, like that, dude we know yeah that extra is just being like oh i'm gonna get noticed he's an extra extra he's being someday extra. someone's gonna watch this one minute at a time and talk about me <laughs> <laughs> if you are that guy can you message us please <laughs> yeah, yes please we want to get you on for a two-hour long interview <laughs> 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 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with featuring interviews with Michelin Sisti, Robbie Wrist, and also Sweater Guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's also this dude right next to Sweater Guy, and like he's got like long hair and a white shirt and a vest. And then Leo just oofs right into him yeah. with his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was definitely an accident. <laughs> uh, what do you think about this plan to roll oil barrels? behind Toka and Rezar so as for to trip them. It raises, Not a great plan. It raises so many questions. Yeah, like where did they get those? Right. <laughs> I, I'm i more curious about like, it's 1991. Don't you think it would have been more appropriate for Raph and Mikey to just like kneel down behind them? Yeah. yeah. Like that's the trope I want to see. It would also have been more effective. Yeah. Why so, Chris? Just, you know, like, People could, you know, it, they, they uh, Raph Raff or Mikey could move and adjust and grab and do things, whereas an uh, the uh, barrel of oil it just kind of rolls. 
I, let's assume those are trash cans because one would assume that like in order to roll straight, they either have to be completely full or completely empty. Otherwise, true, the, true. the sort of movement of whatever substance is inside is going to change their course of direction. Also, you wouldn't. Why would there be big canisters of oil at this club? Unless uh, this is like a, unless this is a doom level. It's on the docks. Yeah, man, it's some freaky mob shit going on. So front. I wish that they had just kind of gone further in the wacky direction and it was banana peels. And <laughs> like you, you just cut to Donatello eating a banana and he throws a peel out. <laughs> and a slide whistle. Yep. This is another yet one more place where the bowling pin sound effect would have been completely <laughs> excellent. Yes. How many are we up to now? I think at least three or four. <laughs> yeah, there is. Uh, if you go to, oh man, how many seconds is it? Let's see, uh, forty-seven seconds. There's a wonderful screenshot of Toka just on his back with his legs in his air, in the air, and uh, we see the bottoms of his feet for the second time. He has some yeah. big feet. He has giant feet and four toes. Why does he get four toes? Uh, he's a different kind of turtle. I guess so. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, it's a weird minute. And so, then, oh, go ahead. Uh, well, it hasn't quite happened yet, but I went to the poison control website <laughs> and I Googled, I, I entered fire extinguisher. Okay. And it says in big, bold letters, the bottom line, proper use of fire extinguishers is generally safe. However, there is some risk for mild respiratory skin or eye irritation use in areas with poor airflow Use with intent to harm someone or intentional inhalation of fire extinguishers can produce serious toxicity and would require medical evaluation. Well, I mean, that's kind of what they're going for, isn't it? And then later it says inhalation of, oh, this is a long sciencey word, monoammonium phosphate and sodium bicarbonate can cause mild irritation to the nose, throat, and lungs and results in symptoms like shortness of breath and coughing. Wait, what was the sciency word that we had in mono? Oh, oh, um, <laughs> several minutes ago. Crap. Oh, crap. Uh, I'm not going to be able to remember it now. It was cl- it was chloride and methylamine or something like yeah. that. Dimethyl chloride. There Dimethyl chloride. Gotcha. This was monoammonium phosphate. All right. Well, OK. I need Bill Nye badly right now is what i feel <laughs> so like. just just to finish this up if you suspect someone has inhaled spray from a fire extinguisher get them to fresh air immediately exposure of the eyes or skin to any of the dry chemical fire extinguishers should be treated by immediate rinsing of the affected areas and then it says call the poison control agency but what yeah. does it say about um the expedite the expedition of anti-mutagen and i, I think the <laughs> The chemical stuff is more problematic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, everything about this is problematic. I'm I'm looking at the shot right now where Donatello is straddling Toka. And he's putting so much of that stuff into his mouth that it's actually coming back out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this this article says toxicity from inhaled CO2 only occurs with very high concentrations. This is a very high concentration. I would so I yeah. They're reaching a toxic, a very dangerous toxicity level. The turtles are like sociopaths, man. They poison them first with with pre-fight donuts, 
<laughs> and then they they fire hydrant their innards. Yeah. Hey, look, man, they're just making this up as they go along. <laughs> We're ad-libbing. Um, I mean, that takes us to the end of this minute, unfortunately. We don't even get to see where this goes until yeah. tomorrow. Um, There's this weird juxtaposition. So, like, Donnie's standing over Toka, <laughs> blasting him with a fire extinguisher. And then it takes a moment to cut back to Vanilla Ice and then the crowd still having a really good time, and then it cuts back to them brutalizing Toka I'm again. I'm glad someone brought it up it's because like a, it is it's like a terrible frat party. It is bizarrely unsettling how they cut to Vanilla Ice just, you know, whooping around his hand <laughs> in the air, and uh, it all feels very Requiem for a Dream esque to me. <laughs> yeah. We can safely Oof. assume that everyone in this club still thinks this is part of the show, right? What a show. Like, I just, they're so into it. Nothing is upsetting it. Nobody's this scared. This is the greatest Nobody's running 20 away. minute rap song ever. <laughs> yeah. I do like the idea of this is how Vanilla Ice got discovered, which is why his career probably was so quick because he was never able to duplicate this level of spectacle ever again <laughs> yeah like like towards the end like once his box office numbers started to dwindle he he was just like uh, like mid-performance he would just look at the door just to, <laughs> just to like hope monsters, with all of his might show up that's uh, like four monsters are just gonna bust through the door and just, when those just, monsters <laughs> made me that night they destroyed me He's he's like one of those one of those he's like people who can only get aroused if there's a sense of oh, danger. God. Oh, God. <laughs> like that movie Crash. That went the oh, wrong way. <laughs> what do you think his interview the next morning in the newspaper was? Like because clearly they're gonna interview Vanilla Ice. Like, what did you think? Like, what is it that he tells the press about everything going on? It was all my idea. I planned the whole thing. I'm a genius. Like, is it that kind of thing? So I have another fun theory. I've already proposed that uh, Ice was caught in a time loop type thing. Okay. What if, what if a wizard came to him and said, (laughs) (laughs) You're a rapper, Vanilla. (laughs) On this day, you must sing this song. Or, hang on. George Carlin came to him and (laughs) said, One day, one day. Uh, six mutants will crash your concert and you must sing this song. So he's known this song for <laughs> a long time. Oh, that, Wait, that like at what the... age did George Carlin come to him? Was he uh, like seven? Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, he gets that look. Like, like oh my God, this is that This is moment. the day. This is the day the wizard foretold. <laughs> but he was also like, and but, but beware, someday some science type guy and some kid are going to come and try to take this sports almanac away from you. This is just back to the future. I think he took that guy's wallet. (laughs) He said, also, don't steal a riff from Queen. Yeah, this is what you get. (laughs) And on that note, it's the end of our minute. Duff, last question. What is your favorite pizza? Uh, It is... Nothing really out there, but the one that my wife and I always get is uh, sausage, green olives, and mushrooms. Mm, I like oh, it. All right, there you go. Very nice. It's very also, uh, the 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 turtle the turtle question. Oh yeah, him? go for it. Uh, what turtle do you most identify with? Or we could do this in two parts because we usually do favorite turtle, 
then what turtle do you most identify with? Uh, when I was growing up, my favorite turtle was Michelangelo, which I, I've been told by uh, my fellow co-hosts that uh, that's immature. They are both apparently into Raph. Oh, yeah, they're so cool. Total edgelords. Uh, so, yeah, Michelangelo. <laughs> um, uh, probably more identify with Donatello. All right. Except, that seems to be... Like, he has, well, like, the nerdy parts of Donatello, but not being smart about anything, so... All right. Uh, listen, there's a, there's a version of Donatello out there that probably matches you perfectly. There's, there's so many different ones, as we've discussed. The, the Turtles 2 version of Donatello is different than the Turtles 1 version of Donatello. Sure. It's different than the 2012 or 87 or 2003 Donatello or the Batman versus Ninja Turtles Donatello or even the comic book Donatello or the IDW Donatello. There is a Donnie for everyone. Or the Renaissance <laughs> artist Donatello. Yeah. Or that. He was a wonderful sculptor. Or so I've heard. Um, well, listen, make sure you guys go check Duff out or check out Duff over at afreepodcast.com. Right, Duff? Correct. And uh, what are some of those older podcasts? You were on Titanic Minute. You, that's still out there. Uh, you can find I was it. on Titanic Minute. If you want to cruise through 195 minutes of that, have oh at it. Um, towards the end, we run out of things to talk about, so we just kind of feature different sea monsters. So if you like that type of thing, <laughs> run Listen, over. We've, we, we sympathize with reaching the end of a, uh, a, a minutes podcast. You, there's only so many times you can uh, you know, discuss the same things, which is why we like to discuss anything but the movie we're watching on our show. <laughs> yeah, this, this last Happens couple of weeks have gotten insane. But I apologize to the listeners who are I like, don't, oh, I don't, because I think it's been entertaining as hell. Yeah. <laughs> they bought the ticket, they're along for the ride. Yeah. So yeah. I think what I'm going to say is, you're welcome, listeners. <laughs> and I'll thank Duff for helping out this week to get us off track. Uh, make sure you guys go to tmntminute.com, duelinggenre.com, do all those cool things. Uh, buy our merch, etc., etc. For the crew here, for Duff, we'll say goodbye. The rest of us will see you tomorrow for minute number 74. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Cowabunga. <laughs> <laughs>